Pinto on Radio 3, and time now for us to check in with This Hong Kong Life, a podcast by Kelly Support Group. You're listening to This Hong Kong Life, a podcast of stories and conversations with everyday youth across Hong Kong. Every week, we bring you episodes that reflect the authentic voices of our local youth sharing their thoughts and feelings of growing up and living in the city we call home. Welcome to Season 6. Our theme is Things I'm Proud Of. Hello, welcome back to another episode of This Hong Kong Life. Today, we have Olympia here. Hello. Hi, Renee. <laughs> How's your life like been going like under the pandemic since we have been in this pandemic for like a few years already? I feel like the pandemic has definitely affected my life. Um, since the COVID started, I went to the UK, um, which was in 2020. But then because of COVID, my parents made me come back. So now I'm back in Hong Kong for IB. Right, IB, our best friend. <laughs> IB is such a torture, but I guess we can do one more year. Let's yeah, go. One more year, let's go. <laughs> okay, so is there any interesting that has happened in your life like did you do anything like meaningful since like you know we're all trapped at home yeah. and like we're doing nothing literally so did you do anything interesting during this time so i remember um during it was in 2020 um september-ish um i basically started this um initiative like a fundraiser it's called pedal for lolly bella for my school and basically, we raised a total of more than 2,000 pounds um, to improve the school experience for um, the children there in Ethiopia for Lalibela Primary School. And our aim is to basically raise money for this um, school charity called the Soil of Amhara in Shropshire, England. Um, we basically wanted to um, support development of the children there and also um, help them uh, renovate their classroom so that they have like a better um, education. Right. Since like I'm so glad that we're living in Hong Kong, such like a good city and developed city. But then there's the other side of the world that we don't really get to see. So it's really kind of you for like making this project to help them renovate their learning environment. Do you guys even like provide opportunities for them to learn better in a way? I feel like we do because with um. A bigger classrooms and also with more funds for um, the teaching support, the kids can now enjoy a greater access to um, maybe books and also a better teaching support. So that is also a really good way for them to improve their education. So since you have created this very kind event and so kind of you doing this, what's your role in this whole project? My main role was to manage the team um, and recruit a team of 15 to 20 students. Um, I also was part of mainly in the marketing team where we promoted um, the Pedophile Lali Pella project. And what we did was we basically virtually cycled uh, more than 8,500 kilometers for the whole school. We promoted this project to the school teachers, to our classmates. And we used like rowing machines and like gym bikes. So we would like also use this pedometer to track how much um, they've traveled. Um, so through this, um, they could help us raise funds. So the raffles event was that um, it was mainly through like a lottery. So people had the chance to take part in it and give funds, but then they don't know whether their f funds or their raffle would win them a like a basket of goodies. So it was also a good way for them to 
um, raise funds for us. So it was really fun. Oh, that sounds really interesting. You're actually like bringing fun and charity work at the same time. So I guess it's like a very good experience for you. What have you actually learned from this for running this whole project? Our team have definitely encountered a lot of challenges. Like we had the pressure of meeting deadlines, a budget to meet. Um, and then we also didn't have enough students to cycle because at the time it was during lockdown. And then a lot of people were in quarantine. And when they were in their rooms, it made us harder to promote. It made us harder to um, ask people to go on bikes and do the initiative. So we basically um, asked like some of our volunteers. They had the chance to bike for us um, and also the teachers. So it was definitely a uh, really challenging at the time oh my so like i feel like you're also promoting health we can be more healthy and at the same time we can raise money this is like a big project right to you it's yeah. a big project to me it sounds like a big one what's like some of the biggest biggest challenge that you have faced i would say the biggest challenge for me personally is like meeting my own expectation of things because at first I initially thought that by the time of late November we would already have around 1,800 pounds um, but then it was really um, unachievable because of the pandemic the sudden hit of the pandemic as well as um, the lack of support but then thankfully the teachers help us in this event a lot by um, promoting the event through class, through um, class assemblies, and then also through email. So we really thank them for the support. Oh yes, I think it's really important for us to be thankful all the time. There's like a lot of people out there who may want to create a project like you. Do you have any like suggestions to them? I would say, quote unquote, just do it. Because as soon as you think, then you wouldn't be able to do much of a change. So I would say just start little, um, start progressively and maybe also reach out to your fellow uh, teachers, your fellow friends or family members to help out because it's always good to connect to more people and um, ask them to maybe help. And because this is for a really good charitable cause, it would also um, really gain their awareness as well as um, spread it to many people but even though if it doesn't have a good change or it doesn't bring like a sort of big impact as you previously expected don't give up because at the end of the day little by little you will find yourself making a lot of good friendships and you will also learn a lot throughout the way right i totally agree with you like we should always reach out to people and open up to them when we need help and i feel like especially for running like some meaningful project i feel like most of the people around us will hopefully be supportive towards it so yeah i think it's a really it's what you say is really encouraging i also want to take this chance to share about another project um it's called along hong kong um, I basically co-founded this um, nonprofit with uh, some friends from GSIS and CIS, so it's like a collab project. We intend to provide an opportunity for dementia elderly patients in Hong Kong to enhance their social engagement. Um, we also intend to spread awareness about this big disease called dementia. Basically, dementia is a loss in cognitive functioning and the abnormal changes of brain that leads to a decline in thinking, memory, or speech. So 
patients have less control of their feelings and in their expressions. So, for example, they even have like trouble getting home, identifying close acquaintances, and it gets increasingly difficult with time because of age. So, the most commonly found disease is called Alzheimer's disease. So, Alon was founded to uh, mainly document these inspiring stories of those elderly in elderly homes, as well as we want to organize um, engaging activities to lift their spirits. Um, also, we have a social media platform, and we hope to provide those neglected elderly among the COVID pandemic a chance to voice out their demands, a chance to voice out their feelings, etc. Right. I do realize that how there's this part of our community that has always been like left out in a way like for example elderlies in elderly home maybe like their children do not have the ability or time to take care of them they've been sent to like elderly care center maybe it's not what they initially want their feelings might have been suppressed but they do not have to at the same time like living under strict rules maybe elderly care center set for them their feelings have been suppressed in a way like they've not been able to like express themselves so i feel like what you've done has actually shown people how like the elderly community is actually also really important in hong kong because like even though they might not be economically active but then they are still a really important part of our society i guess thank you for listening This Hong Kong Live is an initiative of Kelly Support Group. We are a youth organization empowering young people to reach their full potential in Hong Kong. If you like the show, please subscribe and get new episodes every week. We would love to hear from you, nominate yourself or friend to share next. Drop us a note at hklife at kelly.org. See you next time.